Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Tons going on, tons to get to. We've got, bottom of this hour will be Allison Royal. She's a former reporter in San Diego, California. Got fired because she didn't want to get the vax. The idea that they were trying to force it on her is nuts. Plus, we talk about uh, newsroom bias, and there's a lot of it. And she's uh, not the first. It's still pretty rare, but she's not the first of a uh, of a newsroom employee getting up and saying, look, I'm not going to deal with this anymore. You guys are being biased, and now you're trying to force me to get a medical procedure. And the reasons they gave her are so stupid. Well, you're out there in the public uh, reporting stories, and we don't want you spreading the disease. And again, this is a news organization that should know that you can't spread it um, or you, you you don't stop spreading it when you get the vaccine or the, the shot, the jab. You don't. You still spread it, still get it. So that just was a misnomer. But what she has to say about who owns these stations was actually pretty interesting as well. Make sure you stick around for that on a Monday. Oh, yes. By the way, we do the live video feed, which is, you see the show just like a TV show. You'll see Carrie, my news anchor, sidekick, fan in the ass. You'll see Polo, technical director, good guy all around. And Sam, my daughter, who's my executive producer, call screener, and everything else. Right, Carrie? Nailed it, right? Mm, yeah, you did. Pretty much? Pretty much. I love that you have learned to ad- admit and accept that you are pain. I actually enjoy it, that I can be a pain in your behind. Well, you do it on purpose. I, mean, I, I know. You're not enjoy it. <laughs> you weren't enjoying it. Why do it? Yeah, exactly. All right, so we've got a ton going on. And, um, yeah, stop by the website, JoePags.com. I redesigned it. Well, I didn't. We redesigned it. Hired a digital staff. The top's in this business. And um, it wasn't cheap. But it was worth it because a lot of you guys said the different things you wanted from the website. News stories, sign up for the newsletter, scroll down, see all the links to the social media, links to Rumble. There's a contact link. You can send me an email. comes right to me. We appreciate that. Also, links to the interviews that I do. Just do me a favor. Stop by the website. And again, click on Watch Now. You'll see it like a TV show. You'd rather listen to it, but listen to it in high, in, in like HD audio, high fidelity audio, not AM radio audio, which is fine if you're in the car. I love that. You can also listen to it on the website, too. Just click on Listen Now. Listen Live. You know what I'm saying, Carrie? So, yeah, I did get it. I got an email during the break. I got quite a few emails, people about gas prices and this. And people are very engaged. I like that a lot. I really do appreciate you uh, you're sending email. I see them all, even if I don't respond. And I had one guy saying that I just can't sing and that I should learn how to do vibrato. Okay. Now, in the parody that I'm going to play for you in a second here, not only is there vibrato, the vibrato matches the harmony and the melody vibrato matches. So this guy either needs to get his ears cleaned out or is just stupid. But what I notice is that I never ever, when these people are critical of my singing, I never ever have attached to their email a sample of them singing. Mm, And listen, I'm a music connoisseur. I I absolutely love great singers. And if you're going to send me some audio of you singing... And it's better than I am? Well, first of all, I'm not going to compare it to me. But if it's really good, I'll tell you it's really good. I have no problem with that. But the idea that you're sitting on your on your your couch somewhere in your underwear, picking your nose, sending me email that I don't know how to sing, it, it's never going to dissuade me. 
I've yeah. Carrie, I've done these yeah. parodies for like 12 years. years. It's yeah. never going to stop. Yeah. It's yeah. going to keep on happening. So at some point, what you do as a listener of my show, make a decision. You don't have to make it out loud. Make it to yourself. Use your inner voice. Either I am or I'm not going to continue to listen to this guy. Because if you decide that you're going to listen to me, and I appreciate that, I enjoy the ratings, and we're making okay money because people are listening. Um, if you decide to listen, understand you're going to hear more parodies. And if you truly don't like how I sing, and look, there are a few who don't. If you truly don't like, I'll, I'll tell you the truth, I don't think Polo likes how I sing. And that's cool. I'm fine with that. Carrie does if it's a song that she comes up with, or if I do a really, really good job with it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I know Sam likes how I sound, and I know a lot of people who are out there listening like how I sound. You know what the most important part is? Do I like how it sounds when I'm done? And I do, or else I wouldn't air them. There is one that if you heard it, you would know why I didn't air it. It was to the tune of Ben by Michael Jackson, and it was horrible. Carrie, it'll never, ever be heard. Mm, man, my birthday's coming up. That'll Carrie? That'll be a great gift. I'm going to listen to that just once, just once. This is the, this is the tune it's in. Ah, da, 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 da. And, I, and I come in singing, uh, it was the worst thing. If I drank, if I drank, <laughs> I would think I was drunk Ooh. when I did that song. Wow. So, that, so again, now, I, yes, I've taken a minute or two to talk about it. Yes, I've given this guy what he wants. And I didn't say his name or his email, so he doesn't really get any credit. He feels good about himself right now. He's probably going, Mom, Mom, you don't believe it. Um, <laughs> the big mean guy on the radio is talking about me and, and, and she's well. like prove it son I didn't read the email um, but, but the bottom line is this stop there are so many choices on the radio people who don't sing people who aren't funny people who don't have entertaining shows people who just do straight news which is what some of you want go listen to them I urge you to because if you listen to this show you're A, going to get a big, loud, deep voice. I'm not putting on a radio voice. This is my voice. You're B, going to get a sidekick who rocks, and, and I'll, I'll openly say he's a pain in my ass. <laughs> you're going to get a great crew that really does care about bringing you a great show, and you're going to get music and songs, and I'm going to interview actors. And uh, uh, this is what you get. It's the show. So learn that. Love that. Love. Love that. Love that. And get over yourself. Because if you're that good a music critic, go get a job at freaking American Idol and stop listening to my show. You know what I'm saying, Karen? Mm-hmm. I think American Idol's right. looking for that guy to go to sit there. There you go. Yeah. You can't think. You learn about vibrato. You're so stupid. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to play this song again now so that this idiot can hear the vibrato. Oh, great. Every, every note I hold it has got solid, perfect vibrato. Now, the notes might not be what you like. Maybe you don't like the tone of my voice. Maybe you think I'm stupid. Whatever it is, I don't care if you don't like it. I know if it sounds good or not. This was an idea of my daughter, CJ, our eldest daughter, and it relates to what everybody's facing. There are people out there literally thinking, either we can go out to eat this Friday or I can fill the tank of gas. So this is, very simply, a PAG's parody, Gas or Food. And I think it's based on beer or gasoline. Let's go. The price rising high, it's so out of control. Deciding what to buy starts to take a toll. I'm hungry. But my car's got to take me to and fro. Cost going up faster than pure gold. Tank's empty. Car's thirsty. 
The guy behind the counter said, what's it gonna be? I said, I don't know, man, you tell me. It's a grocery list or a tank of gas. Joe Biden's inflation can kiss my ass. I can buy go-go or orange juice, not both. Hell, I can't decide. Do I fill up my ride or swallow my pride? Fill our pantry up high. It's a choice I don't want to make, and it's all on Joe. Get food or gas to go. Bring it down. I feel pain in my gut and my mind was racked. I think old Joe Biden might be smoking crack. He's crazy. I had a choice to make between buying fuel or get all the fixes to make some stew. Not easy. Never thought it would ever come down to this With Biden putting us through his bullshit uh, It's a gallon of gas or an ear of corn Never had a juice like this since I was born Making decisions like this simply ain't no fun But money's so tight, this isn't simple My spare change can barely fill a thimble It's a tough choice to make, I hope you know what I mean See the food or gasoline There you go, food or gasoline at Pags Parody. I do have the video of it from the first hour when we played it. I'll, I'll put that together after the show. I'll put the words on there. You can sing along like we do. And we'll put it up on Rumble, which is where we end up putting them. I did send it to Linda. We'll see if uh, if Sean's interested in it. I don't know. I, I can never tell with Sean. I'll be honest with you, Kara. I can never tell with Sean. Mm-hmm. Some of them, I'm like, it's not really that big a deal. She's like, no, no, no. Come on tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Well, okay. Um, but in some days I just don't even hear back. Like some, I'm like, holy crap. I knocked that one out of the park. I didn't ever hear from him again. Oh, gotcha. And then at 3am she'll be like, Hey, okay, can you do a parody on this song? Mm. I I guess. And then by 3.30, she's like, are you going to do it or not? I'm like, really? I'm doing it. (laughs) But, uh, but I love the relationship and who knows, maybe we'll, we'll end up going on there and, uh, and having a good time with that one. Hopefully you liked it. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. It was pretty cute on Saturday. Normally, when I get done streaming the show on Saturday, the weekend with Joe Pax, which I do every Saturday, I have for the past almost 12 years, um, CJ or Gabby will go on after me on the stream on Twitch, and CJ usually has been lately. She said, I'm not going to do it. I said, well, why not? What are you doing? She said, we're going to go down and see the, the, the trucker convoy in Michigan. I'm like, oh, okay, well, um, that, that's awesome. In fact, get me some video. I'm going to hold the phone sideways, make it HD, try to keep your hand steady and whatever. And, and she reports back because they went to Flint, which isn't that close to where they live. And, um, and, and, and she says there are like four trucks. Hmm. I'm like, well, four. well, what the hell is that? And then we've got a story from you where we've got like a bird's eye view that it's humongous yes. what the turnout is. And then Tracy Beans has a reporter embedded with uh, with the convoy, who I want to have on later this week. Sam, we're going to get her, get her later this week, right? We're going to try to, yes. Okay, so I mean, I'd like to get the embedded reporter, which would be cool. But uh, you've got a story, sort of an update. Not that many outlets are covering it. So what do you have for me? From the blaze, the American answer to Canada's Freedom Convoy has arrived. The trucker convoy drove around the Capitol Beltway, the Metropolitan Interstate Highway, a loop surrounding Washington, D.C., before heading back to Hagerstown, Maryland, to regroup and organize, NBC News reported. 
Last month, lawmakers in the D.C. metropolitan area requested support from the National Guard as they prepared for thousands of American truckers to descend on the nation's capital. Organizers of the American Trucker Convoy requested a permit from the National Park Service to allow 1,000 to 3,000 people to gather in Washington, D.C. as they protest policy pertaining to domestic energy production, mandatory COVID-19 vaccination, and federal disregard for immigration law. Bob Bolas, an organizer of the American Trucker Convoy, known as the People's Convoy, said that protesters are interested in shutting down the Capitol Beltway like a giant boa constrictor that basically squeezes you. The People's Convoy left California in late February, and according to the New York Times, there are at least 1,000 trucks, recreational vehicles, and cars participating in the protest. Interesting. So the protest is not just about mandates because the mandates are starting to go away. They're also protesting how open the southern border is. Interesting. I did not know that and that was involved in it. Domestic energy production. Yeah. I mean, well, that, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Domestic energy, because of these truckers are the ones bringing it around all over the country. Um, look, these are the backbone of our economy, these, these men and women, and they should be listened to. But instead of listening to them, because it's being run by a bunch of uh, Democrat elitists in Washington, instead they're bringing out the National Guard, they're surrounding the Capitol, they're, they're acting like these people are bringing violence, which of course they're not. There's nothing violent about this. So this is important. Um, but I said something last week that I think did really show itself on Saturday when CJ went to go get video. They should be all doing this together. Now, the few trucks that she saw, the four trucks, whatever it was, five trucks that she saw probably were joining up with a bigger convoy somewhere else. But, I mean, when you sort of announce it to a community that, hey, come at this time and we're going to have the trucks pass by, I mean, make it a show. Make it a show of trucks or say, meet us down the road further t- closer to Detroit or, or you know, figure out where, where the meetup point is. But just have seven, three or four or five. And, you know, my grandkids and my, my daughter are all there like waiting for this big show of freedom and liberty in America. I just found that to be odd. That's why, again, last week I said maybe they should all sort of work together. I didn't realize that there were like three different convoys, you know? Yeah, I didn't either. That was, that was interesting, was one wasn't it? big one, yeah. And I think, listen, if I were a little kid, like my, my grandson Oliver, I mean, forget it. That would be amazing to see these big truckers. You know, I'd, I'd move my arm to see if they would honk the horn and everything else. So, um, you know, that, that was cool that she went to go do that. But it should be, to me, it's almost like the Tea Party was really, really effective. And then they had two or three different Tea Parties. And then there were three or four organizations. And they were all, like, eating themselves. They were eating their own. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, why are you guys ruining this, which was so good in 2009, and it ended up not being as good as it was? So when you have a cause, yes, model yourself off of how the left does it. They community organize better than the right does. And I hope that this ends up being as big a deal as as they planned it to be. But having these different factions, they need to all get along, all join up together, and all show this show of peaceful force um, in going to Washington to say, you better pay attention to us or else you think the economy's bad now. Watch what we can do. I, I hope they'll do that. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show. Some good jams on a Motown Monday. Glad to have you here, the Joe Pag Show. It's a 
some very nice supportive emails uh, by going to JoePags.com. Scroll down, click on contact. People being very nice. They like the parodies a lot. They love the parodies. They come back for the parodies and so on. Of course, they had to be one in there. Oh, I, I leave the show when you do the parodies, and I might come back. I might not. Are you scared? Yeah. What do you think my response was to that one? <laughs> to kiss your butt? No, I actually just said, listen, wherever you go when you leave my, my show, when the parody comes on, just stay there. Oh, well, there you go. That's a why, good one, Why too. come back? Listen, if I listened to me and I didn't like the songs, I wouldn't come back. Yeah. It's that simple. It's part of what the guy does. You can change I used to listen station. to this guy. Those listening in South Florida can relate to this. I used to listen to this guy, Neil Rogers. Neil Rogers was gay, and um, Neil Rogers was liberal. And I could not get enough of this show. It was hilarious. It made me laugh. It made me cry laughing, as funny as this guy was. He was the best talk show host I've ever heard, a lot better than I'll ever be. Uh, he passed away a few years ago, sadly. I wrote a, a, a an article about his passing on Talkers Magazine because he meant that much to me. I never met Neil. I called in one time when I was like a teenager, and I said, what advice would you give somebody who wants to get into talk radio? And he said, don't do it, and hung up on me. That was it. <laughs> that was my brush with with, uh, wow. with greatness with Neil Rogers. Good advice. The guy was unbelievable in talk radio. I knew what to expect. I knew if I went there, he was in love with Mark Grace, who, who was the, the first baseman, for the, for the Chicago Cubs. And he would always talk about him. And yeah, as much as, I think it was Mark Grace, somebody Grace. Um, it was uncomfortable because I'm a straight guy, but at the same time, it was so funny how he was doing it that it didn't bother me. And um, I knew when I, if I was going to tune in, I would hear Neil do that. I would hear him give his brand of humor, and I understood that. And if I didn't like it, if he said something that, that, that was it for me, I would never go back. I certainly would have tried to find his email address and send him an email saying, the thing you do on your show that I really can't stand, when you do it, I shut the show off. Because I never thought that I had that kind of power as an individual to make the guy change how he does his living. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's just that simple. All right, let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. We'll have uh, Allison Royal at the bottom of the hour. She used to be a news reporter in San Diego, California, who was fired because she didn't get the vaccination. And she said it's the best thing that's ever happened to her. That story is one you're going to want to hear. Steve, Marilyn, talk to me. Hi. Hey, Joe. God bless Allison. I just want to tell you uh, the excitement that was down in Hagerstown this weekend. I think everybody is actually rallying here just because of all the uh, points of contact with all the interstates coming in. And I think other people are coming into this area from out west and stuff. Okay. And this is like a main spot where all the interstates inter- interact. And they're going to go down to D.C. from there. So, I mean, I, and I get that. I think that there are a bunch of trucks coming from different places. Obviously, you can't start a convoy in your front yard. I understand that. But at the same time, you know, somehow my my daughter and her family got word that they were going to be heading down a certain portion of I-75 at a certain time. And they went, and it was four trucks. So maybe don't announce it ahead of time like that. Maybe say 150 trucks or more will be at this place, which might have been more exciting and maybe more of a rally. You know what I mean? Oh, I agree 100%, Joe. I'll tell you what, I do a lot of uh, work outside of uh, the area, and I travel with one of the biggest uh, bottling companies in the country. Okay. And I go to Cumberland, Maryland. I go all over the area. And I'll tell you, I was coming down from Cumberland, Maryland the other day, and every overpass had people standing on it with American flags. Yeah. You know, a lot of F. Joe Biden flags, honestly, and it was awesome. And there's a lot of excitement around this area, and I think everybody's going to come together 
Not only for this, but for midterms. Sounds good, brother. Steve, I appreciate that. The inside from Maryland. Open line now, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. It'll be um, Allison Royal when we come back. You're going to want to hear her story. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really appreciate having this young lady on. She was most recently a news reporter at uh, at uh, a television station in San Diego, which is a big television market. Her name is Allison Royal. No longer there. It has to do with vax mandates. It has to do with, with biases in the newsroom. Allison, glad to talk to you. How are you? I am doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. It's good to see you. It's good to meet you. Um, which station were you at in San Diego? I was at KFMB, which is the CBS news affiliate in San Diego, which is owned by Tegna for the time being. Okay. So um, you're at the CBS affiliate. I was in television news for a long time. I know what size the markets are. San Diego is a pretty big one. Um, uh, San Diego, you had to work hard to get into that newsroom. You must be very good at what it is that you do, journalism, um, to land that job. So when did you start thinking to yourself, I've worked hard. I want to be here. Now they're telling me to get a vaccine. Now they're telling me to this other mandate. Now they're being very biased in the newsroom. Were you already before COVID? And I'm not sure how long you were at this station, but were already before COVID, were you thinking, there's a lot of bias going on in television news here. This is not what I signed on to do. Well, it's kind of like when you go to med school or law school for several years and you have this dream of being a doctor or being a lawyer, and then you get to where you want to be and it's just not what you thought it was. And you still want to do medicine or you still want to do law, but you can't do it in the capacity that you want to because you see the way the system is set up. I think for me, I saw tiny little breadcrumbs of things before COVID happened. I mean, I worked in another market before this. But nothing really struck me until COVID came. And I think that's when a lot of my innocence went away. Because a lot of people get into journalism because they want to be good soldiers and they want to just do good work and provide for their families. And that's exactly how I was. I was hungry, but I think management took advantage of the fact that I wanted it so badly. And I want to say around, gosh, around December of 2020, it was just getting very obvious how much bias was coming into the newsroom and how much pharmaceutical companies influence news coverage. And people don't really realize this, but the people who own Pfizer and own Johnson Johnson also own essentially every single news and media outlet in the United States. So that influences your coverage. And pretty much every news company in the United States has a vaccine mandate. But anyway, so I would say I was at the station for about a year when I, the whole time I was struggling with these ethical concerns, I would bring them up to management respectfully. I felt like we were demonizing parents and not, I just, I don't buy a lot of the stuff about this pandemic and we don't have a lot of journalism enterprise reporting anymore. It's just repeating these cookie cutter press releases and we're not holding these people accountable. But I think the straw that broke the camel's back for me was when management found out I wasn't vaccinated, even though they weren't technically allowed to ask if I was vaccinated at the time. It was over the summer. And that was the beginning of the end. I mean, management retaliated pretty hard against me. Most of my managers were wonderful. And 99% of the people I've ever worked with, I would go to bat for great people. But that changed everything. They pulled me off of my stories and would purposely give me assignments that were only about COVID, about young people. And there were these fear-mongering pieces 
um, that I highly suspect Pfizer and other companies paid for or gave some kind of financial incentive for. Um, I mean, I would be on the morning show all week and they would pull me to a day side shift a week and a half before a story to do some fluff story about them giving free Padres tickets to people who will get vaccinated. And they even gave me this punishment assignment called Younger, Sicker, Quicker, where they pulled me off of my day turn schedule for the whole week and real journalism stories that I was supposed to be doing. And they wanted me to show how hospitals were filling up with young people my age. I was like, okay, I'll look into it. Of course it wasn't true. They tried to force me to voice the story. And I said, I'm just not comfortable doing that. So from there on out, I realized that as much as I wanted to change things and live my journalism dreams of, because San Diego was my dream market since I was probably 17 years old. Right. I realized that it was going to be impossible. I had to do things on my own. And then when my station announced a vaccine mandate, I thought, okay, there's no way I'm going to get around this. I even tried to file an appeal and they said that reporters wouldn't be eligible. I was the only reporter who wasn't vaccinated and didn't, you know, post it on Instagram with the band-aid. <laughs> That's so stupid. It's such theater. No, it's it really so is. It's so self-serving. No, no, well, it, it is. Uh, I want to tell people who you are. It's Allison Royal. Allison is A-L-L-I-S-O-N and Royal is like Royal. Um, uh, on Twitter, it's Allison Royal TV. On Getter, it's Allison Royal just uh, all together. She's got a brand new Rumble page as well. Look for her over on Rumble. She's an ex-TV reporter at the CBS in San Diego, KFMB. So, so you're there and you already see the biases, but you, you made some pretty, some pretty strong allegations here. You say that the pharmaceutical companies basically own all the, all the news outlets in the country. Now, I know that they're advertising like crazy. Do you think, are you saying they directly have an ownership or own via the millions and billions of dollars they spend in advertising? Uh, and wink, wink, nod, nod, here's our money for the ads. Make sure that you're, you're doing good reporting are in our favor. It's both. So, uh, I mean, in terms of shareholders, BlackRock and Vanguard are the top shareholders of pretty much every media company. And they're the top shareholders of Johnson Johnson and Pfizer. So when you look at that, you can't doubt that there's a financial trail. Um, There are people that work in media companies who also work in pharmaceutical companies and vice versa. This isn't a conspiracy or a bombshell allegation. You can Google this. If you Google who owns this news company, who owns this drug company, the result is right there. The top shareholders are right there. So this is very much in our face. This is not top secret classified information. Less than two Google searches to get all of this, but yet we're not allowed to talk about it. And if I was on air and I acknowledged that for transparency purposes in a live shot, can you imagine how terribly that would have gone even if it was perfectly true? Uh, I and you and you probably should. Uh, to be honest, you should have. You should have said just to make sure that we're disclosing this. We're owned by, or this segment is sponsored by, or whatever. Uh, and TV news never does that, and they pretend like they're above reproach. It's Allison Royal. Go and follow her everywhere. Former TV uh, news reporter in San Diego, California. What, what's interesting about it is um, uh, nobody would have known that you weren't vaccinated. And here's what I mean: I don't no. think, and I haven't seen any videotape of you saying on a live shot. You can see the fire behind me. By the way, I'm unvaccinated. Uh, and in the fire, you had this was started by electrical. But I, I, I didn't see you reporting the news and giving out your medical history. So why were they so vehement about it? Even before the Supreme Court overturned the stupid mandate and said it wasn't legal through OSHA, um, there was no real mandate and you were allowed to have an exception. Did you not file for an exception, for a medical exception or a religious exception or even a conscious con- uh, you know, non-informed consent exception did you ask for one did they just not give it to you i did ask for one and it's also you funny you mentioned that you would have had no idea i wasn't vaccinated um california and my company and osha all had 
mask requirements. So I was wearing this N95 every day. Um, I didn't really voice any personal opinions because that's not what journalists are supposed to do. We're supposed to leave our biases at home and it's not supposed to affect the product that you see on air. Um, so I remember on my last day, I was, I just very quietly left and turned in my stuff. And a couple of my coworkers even said, Oh, see you tomorrow. And I just said, see you tomorrow. And I just texted them a few days later and said, I'm not coming back. Like that was my last day. Well, how did it go down? Did somebody from management call you and say, that's it, you're done. I mean, when you ask for an exception or or an exemption, Um, I keep saying exception, it's exemption. Uh, when you ask for the exemption, what do they say? They said, no, we're not giving you one. They can't just not give you one. It's a violation of your religious beliefs. If you're, if it was religious. I well, I completely agree with you, and I also think that the shot would have done me more harm and good at my age. And the way that it's messing up menstrual cycles is ridiculous. I was at the time probably the youngest, if not one of the youngest people at my station, and I hope to have a family someday. So that was a concern of mine amongst right. various other things. I think the writing is on the wall with what's going on here, and it's this elephant in the room that we're not quite allowed to acknowledge. But anyway, I did file the exemption um, right when my company announced the mandate. A month later, they announced or they told me, HR told me, um, actually a wonderful woman, she told me that they were not going to be granting it to any reporters because they felt that since we were out in the public and had to interact with people, that we were a safety risk and that we could contract or pass on the virus. And so which, said, you, okay, which, which you can do if you're vaccinated, you can get it and spread it yeah. if you're vaccinated. And in fact, I talk about the elephant in the room all the time. All of this mandate crap was a lie. All of it was a lie. It wasn't true. The, the shot through the VAERS system and other independent research shows that it's killing people. It's, it's clogging up arteries. It, the, the spike proteins end up in your ovaries. It ends up in your brain. It ends up in your testes. ends up everywhere. Um, it turns out there are some really bad effects by this, and not by my saying it or you saying it, by the VAERS system, and even more importantly, by the Department of, of Defense and our own government. They've got reports of over 20,000 people who died after taking the vaccine. Vaccination. So when they look at you and you're a news reporter who deals in truth for a living and they say, we need you to be vaccinated because you're out and about in the public. I mean, and your answer is, I can still get it and spread it whether I'm vaccinated or not. What do they say? They just said, this is our company policy that we have to adhere to. It's out of our hands. Um, I do agree. I mean, it wasn't the people who work in HR at my station. It definitely wasn't their fault. This is a larger issue. This was all orchestrated for a very long time. Um, I think everyone in the country who's dealt with these vaccine mandates, they see them coming. They know how evil they are. And the funniest part of this, and I only reason I say this is funny is because no one's died, but several coworkers of mine, after I lost my job for not being vaccinated, have contracted COVID. These are triple vaccinated, boosted people who will post on social media like boosted, grateful to be boosted. I have COVID. Thank you all for the warm wishes. And here I am, COVID negative, but not vaccinated. And I'm not allowed in this newsroom. And that's when I realized that corporate news wasn't a good fit for me anymore. I mean, I saw the light coming for a long time, but there's something to be said about having full control and having an independent voice. And it's probably one of the reasons why you've left a newsroom. It's well, not well, the same. Well, yeah, well, it's different. In 2005, when I was last a, a television news anchor, it was a bit different. You had a lot of liberal um, push and a lot of liberal leanings in the newsroom. But I was lucky as the main anchor, I got to say what I said. I was the last line of defense before I said it on the air. Um, and I made sure that it was unbiased. And I made sure that it was unpolitical. I made sure that it didn't have any leanings. Today, it seems to be the newsrooms are infiltrated by these people. And if you say anything, you're out of a job. I wasn't going to be out of a job. I had a contract and I felt good about it. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, we didn't also have a pandemic. So 
today, you've got more opportunity than I had back then in that you can broadcast through the internet and through other things. So we're going to see podcasts from you, independent reporting, long-form stuff, short-form stuff. What can people see from you? Because it's I, I haven't seen a whole lot of your work, but just by your mindset, I think you're going to be a good journalist for me to go and check out. How do we ingest what it is that you're going to be doing? Oh, well, thank you. So I decided to launch an independent rebel channel. I did a ton of research and Censorship is something I'm really passionate about fighting, and it just seemed like the platform where I could express everyone's views, whether I agree with them, disagree with them, and I didn't have to worry about getting deplatformed or getting taken off YouTube. So I'm on Rumble. If you search Allison Royal, I went with the title New School News because okay. the old school model of news just doesn't work for me anymore. So Allison Royal New School News on Rumble. I have some really wonderful independent reports that I'm proud of about foster children up in the Bay Area not being allowed to be vaccinated or not being allowed to be adopted until they're vaccinated. I've interviewed some of the best doctors that I've ever had the privilege of working with, parents, you name it. Um, I'm really excited about the opportunity that I have. I'm completely starting over because my following was all on TV, but there's something to be, I sleep better at night knowing that I'm doing something that's ethical and meaningful. And I left news, but I didn't leave journalism. And I think that's awesome. It's Allison Royal. Go and follow her on uh, Getter on Twitter. Allison Royal TV on Twitter. Allison Royal on Getter. And also look up Allison Royal over on uh, on Rumble, which is a great website. Yeah, I've been squelched on YouTube as well. Google doesn't let anybody see my stuff. They demonetize me because I dared <laughs> oh, interview. Yeah. I interviewed Dr. McCullough and Dr. Malone, so I'm in big trouble. Um, at, at the end of the day, people do want the real story. What I get a lot of emails on from people is, can you give me a resource where I can go and just get the truth? and not have to worry about, well, this guy from that side of the aisle saying it, or that guy from that side. I just want the truth. I want to be able to weigh the real information that's available, and it sounds like that's what you're going to be doing. So are people finding you? Is is it still really too early to tell? People are finding me, and it's funny you mentioned that. I just interviewed Dr. Malone and posted that interview yesterday. Awesome. So um, I'm not taking any money from political groups of any affiliation. I don't consider myself to be have an R or a D next to my name, and I don't care whether or not you do, I just want the truth from you. I'm not taking any money from pharmaceutical companies or major corporations. Um, The way that I'm paying for this is I have a give, send, go. It's givesendgo.com slash Allison Royal. And uh, it feels weird to ask for money, but if people feel inclined, if they would like to donate, even $5 would make a huge difference just because... I, I'm realizing all the news equipment that I was accustomed to filming with and using in audio equipment actually costs a lot of money when you have to pay for it's it. It's not on your cheap. Own. It is not cheap, that's for sure. Well, good. Uh, hopefully, everybody will go check out your, your journalism. I know that people, others have left television news and the mainstream news, and they're doing very well. Laura Logan, you know, uh, Ivory Hecker, these people are doing a very, very good job um, in what they just wanted to do in the newsroom. And you should have been allowed to do that in the newsroom without any sort of bias or heavy hand from the management. The manager can keep you in line, but they shouldn't tell you how to do journalism. If you didn't know how to do journalism, you would not have been hired uh, in San Diego. Allison, I wish you nothing but the best. Let's do it again, can we? Uh, absolutely, anytime. I appreciate you coming on. Go uh, give send go slash or d- give give send go dot com slash Allison Royal. Go find her on on Rumble as well. And I think we got another really good independent journalist that we can turn to. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show.
Motown Monday, glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is the Joe Pag Show. Lots going on, lots to get to. And another uh, big interview next hour, Cray News with Kay. We've got other stuff to get to as well. Plenty of time for your phone calls. If you missed the Pag's parody, I mean, I care, they're just melting the phone down. They're like, okay, is he going to play it again? Come on. Really? Okay, yeah, what? people, calm down. He'll play it next hour. Don't you worry. You'll be Maybe twice next hour. You never know. No, I think it's pretty jam-packed. The third hour... Barely have enough time to play it. Didn't realize you had the table of contents. So, what do you have on deck for next hour, guys? Well, there's that big interview, and you're going to be, you know, I got lots of stories to give you. Um, yeah. Well, there's Jam that big interview. Packed. She says. It's a really big interview. Yeah. Yeah. It'll take well, a lot of time. Well, big interview. What is wrong with you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Hmm. All right. 888 PAGS, 888 JoePags.com. There is a PAGS parody today. I, Carrie, I actually felt a little guilty because I hadn't done one in a little while. And, hmm. and truly, it does differentiate our show. Whether you love them or hate them, you're not going to find them anywhere else. And that's either a good thing or a <laughs> bad thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, did, I felt a little guilty. And this morning, I, I do a Monday meeting with, uh, with the sort of producers in the background. I've got you know Sam and, and Monica and CJ. We get on this, this Skype call. And I was like, I need to do a parody. And that's when CJ came up with this idea, and I had never heard it. So you know me being the musical guy, I had to listen to it like 30 times just to sort of get the cadence of the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, people seem to love it. People. You did. Yes, you the did. The people loved it. Yes. I, I, I yeah. didn't love it. I, I did you know. It, you loved it. Yeah, I, if I could learn did. how to do vibrato, it'd be even better, it turns oh, out. Oh, please. 888-941-PAGS. I have to work in the vibrato. 888-941-7247. Go to the website, JoePags.com. Scroll down. Sign up for all the social media. And also send me an email. Contact is what you click on. Um, also, check out the news stories that we do. We've got a great writing staff on there now as well. As we get older, you know, the fatigue and failing endurance that we feel cannot be fixed more by using caffeine and energy drinks, you know, it's always surprising to me to see people walking around with these energy drinks. First of all, they cost a lot. Secondly, I mean, how long does that energy really last? And I'm not saying any specific brand because I honestly, I don't drink them. But the people who drink them seem to go back and get more and more all day long. So it can't really be lasting that long. Why worry about that when you can get with Super Beets and non-GMO Beets, grapeseed extract, Super Beets, heart chews, they taste great. Two in the morning going to help you get that energy level to where you want it all day long. Super Beats Heart Chews have unique clinical, uh, clinically researched grapeseed extract. They promote heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure as part of a healthy lifestyle. I eat them. They're delicious. I want you to try them. And because you listen to my program, they're giving you a special deal right now. Go to my, my website that they made for me. Save up to 45% off, plus get free shipping at JoeLovesBeats.com. JoeLovesBeats.com. It's their best offer available anywhere, and you're getting it because you listen to my program. JoeLovesBeats.com, up to 45% off of your Super Beats, and make that happen today. So when you hear a journalist give a story like that, Carrie, I, I know, I've got like 15 seconds. But when you hear that, does it make you think, what would I have done? Because she's younger than we are. She's still yeah. early in the business. But somebody's going to try to force a medical procedure on you or else you're out of the job. I mean. That is oh. huge. Yeah. Well, plus, you know, oh, well, I know we got to go, but okay. We'll talk more about it after the top. So I okay. do want your opinion okay. on this. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Much more to come, including Cray News with K next hour. Do not touch that dial. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.